Welcome to the Mindful Meditation Journey Podcast. My name is Jennifer Grove, and I'm a wellness retreat leader, yoga and meditation teacher, and a multiple business entrepreneur. And I am obsessed with helping you treat yourself like the beautiful soul that you are. So if you're looking to make shifts in your life, your meditation practice, your relationships, and yourself, then you've come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite mindfulness within yourself to be, do, have, and treat yourself with whatever your heart desires. So I want you to think of this podcast as your dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. So leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you can incorporate to create a reality of mindfulness and bliss in your everyday life. I know we're going to have so much fun together, so thank you for pushing play today. And now, let's begin. Hello, beautiful souls. I am so excited for our day three together. This is uh, an amazing journey, I think, that we have been on. And day one, writing in my journal, really has me craving to continue writing in my journal throughout this journey that we're on. And, you know, day two was creating a practice. And while I had the ability to take a yoga class, today I don't have that ability. Like, I'm not going to be able to take an hour-long yoga class from somebody. But I will be teaching two classes. So I am going to get on my mat and move my body a little bit while I'm teaching people. So it won't be a full practice, but I'm still committing to a yoga practice. So I want you to remember that just because you might not have the time, the ability to go and take a class, you can sprinkle it in throughout your day. And today, day three, we're going to talk about setting smart food goals, not more food goals. Okay. We're going to set smart ones. And I want to talk about goals for a second because, excuse me, because my throat's a little scratchy this morning. I'm trying to drink my lemon water with cayenne pepper in it to kind of soothe it, but I haven't gotten that far yet. So please excuse the the scratchiness, the raspiness in the voice. So where was I? (laughs) Got distracted for a second. Um, goals. Yes. See, goals are the foundation to make a lifestyle change, no matter what. And remember, this first week, we are building a foundation. So it's just the next step in our journey. And everyone has something that they want to work towards in life, whether it's completing a degree, finding a job, losing weight, improving health, being financially successful, quitting smoking, getting recognition for hard work, improving relationships. I mean, it's just endless 
on lifestyle changes that we want to make, like something that we want to work toward in our lives. And I can tell you from the time I was in college, I would say that I was a goal setter, right? Whether it was getting an A on an exam, trying a new recipe, or just trying to make it to the gym. I was always setting some goal to attain. And I believe constant and consistent goal setting in my life has provided me with this extra edge and this platform to set myself up for success in achieving my personal and my professional goals. And we're talking about personal goals now because we're looking at mindful eating, right? The mindful diet. And most people forget that's crucial, right? They forget this crucial little step when they're taking on something new to change in life. So I think if you've ever found yourself challenged by achieving a goal, I mean, it's possible you've experienced it like me on so many occasions. There are a few reasons that that's taken place, right? And so I want to talk about some of those really common goals that we fail at, right? Reasons that we fail at our goals. Um, one of the big ones is an unrealistic time frame, right? Like I'm going to lose a hundred pounds in one month. That is so unrealistic, which is why I'm taking us on this journey weekly and daily so that we have a realistic time frame. We're giving our minds, our bodies, our energy time to make this change a lifestyle change, not just a diet. Excuse me. <laughs> and another one is oh, unrealistic in general, right? Just, just completely unrealistic. You know, like some of the examples I gave earlier, right? Finding a, a dream job, losing weight, improving health, being financially successful, you know, just if you create, even, you know, trying a new recipe, if you've never ever cooked at all and you're going to say, okay, well, I'm going to try this new recipe, you're setting yourself up for failure because you've never even taken the first steps to learn how to cook, right? So just unrealistic goals in general, not broken down. And then there's lack, right? So we have unrealistic thoughts and ideas, timeframes, but then we also have lack. We, we use lack as, uh, as a way of failure. And by the way, guys, failure is not, not bad. Okay. Failure is just showing you that the way that you did something was not the right way for you. Okay. So it's giving you the opportunity to learn and grow. 
So failure is a good thing. (laughs) As long as we don't stay and dwell in the failure. As long as we learn from it and move forward. So let's get back to lack. Because I'm getting off on little tangents here. (laughs) Lack. Lack of detail. Being very vague. Like, I want to lose weight. And that's it. Well, be more specific. How many pounds do you want to lose? How many inches do you want to lose, right? Or lack of a clear vision or a clear plan. Like, I put together this mindful diet, this mindful lifestyle, nutrition, diet, right? Meal plan. And I broke it down by weeks. And then I broke it down by days so that there is a clear plan in place to set us up for success. Another one is really, really big. It's the lack of accountability and measuring outcomes. We need to have accountability partners. We need to measure our successes. We need to measure our failures because this helps us really stay on point online when we're trying to succeed at something and having accountability also has another mind, another set of eyes on your goal, on your vision and can offer more support for you. And that's a big one that we have is lack of support. So those two go hand in hand. If we don't have accountability, if we don't reach out and, Hey, I'm doing this, right? I'm I'm doing this mindful diet, mindful eating. And because I want to change the way that I view food. This is going to be hard for me. I would love for you to call me every once in a while, ask me, or maybe join me in each of these steps to help me stay on track. It's a beautiful thing to have support guys. Absolutely beautiful. So with that being said, I have created three simple steps for setting achievable diet intentions. And I want to share those steps with you. Sorry, I was taking a sip of my lemon water. (laughs) The first step is be specific. See, naming the steps and listing an order in which you'll complete them leads to a success. And more often than just setting an ambiguous, flexible plan, right? So... Remember, just like I said, I created this mindful eating slash diet plan, right? To share with you all. And I broke it down into weeks and then I broke it down into days. So really being specific rather than just flying by the seat of your pants, (laughs) which sometimes can help. Okay. I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to deny that, but for us to have a sustainable results 
to really change the way that we feel that that we think about how and what we eat takes time and we need to be specific about it. Step two is to establish milestones. They did a study. Um, where was the study? It was in the Nature Journal. I, we read some weird stuff. Okay, <laughs> just saying. But so this is where um, I was reading about this this um, this study. They did brain imaging showing that the release of dopamine that feel-good neurotransmitter that we have it's like a reward system that helps us reach our goals okay so dopamine signals in the brain get stronger as we get closer to hitting our goal and I bring this up because instead of setting like an open-ended ambition right like I'll never eat bread again which is totally unrealistic, right? Set short-term achievable milestones that can motivate you to stay on track. Like today, I'm going to avoid processed grains just today. And you've achieved your goal, right? So you want to set milestones and, and make them attainable goals. Remember, you want to be specific and attainable at the same time. Third one is to clue in your community. This is something I talked about at the very end when I said there are things, reasons that we fail at some of our goals, right? So write your goals, maybe, I don't know, in an email, send it to three friends, send it in a text, or write it down. Like physically write it down because we take in more when we physically write. Typing's not the same, but in this case, it can help, right? It can help to type out the, an email or, or a text to three friends, to three people, three people that are close to you, okay? Because what happens is when we write down our goals and we share our goals with others, we can we can actually see progress like we have more successful progress than somebody who doesn't do this right like doesn't share doesn't have an accountability group or accountability partner doesn't share it with their community they're just on their own because remember we're not meant to live here on planet earth by ourselves We are meant to be part of something bigger, part of a community. So we want to be successful at this. So share it with your community and share, share your, your goal, what you're looking toward setting that specific goal. And then at each milestone, share that. Oh my God, guys, I am so excited because I accomplished this. Like today, I didn't eat processed grains. That's a huge milestone, right? And the person that you're sharing it with, the people that you're sharing it with are going to congratulate you and that's going to make you feel better. And that dopamine level is going to increase. 
And you're going to think, oh my God, I can do this. This isn't as hard as I thought it was. So I want you to take out your journal or actually I don't do both. I was going to say, or send an email or a text, do both write in your journal, what your goals are, right? Smart, simple goals. So be specific and don't create too many. You don't want to overwhelm yourself and then create little milestones for them. Establish a milestone. So create a goal like, all right, I, um, I don't want to eat cheese anymore. Like I want to give up dairy and I'm just saying this. I, I would, I would never give up dairy. I gave it up during a, a gut reset. Um, and I felt great. Absolutely amazing. But I started to sprinkle dairy back into my daily diet. Um, and I realized that more processed dairy, you know, um, like if it's not straight from the cow, the goat, like I, it doesn't process well in my stomach. So now I know what I can and cannot eat or what I will and will not eat. Right. Um, so by saying that make, make your goals, like they come in all different shapes and sizes there. You have quantitative goals and qualitative goals. And so those quantitative goals focus on the quantity or the number driven outcomes. For example, like you want to, you know, certain inches that you want to lose or gain lean muscle mass that you want to lose or gain fat mass that you want to lose or gain the time you want to spend in the gym, um, lab work. Like I want to make sure my blood sugar is this, or my cholesterol level is this and quantitative goals focus on the quality outcomes, which is where I love to be more of in the qualitative goals, right? So for example, like more intellectual, emotional characteristic based outcomes, such as like how you feel. When I was telling my life health coach a few years ago, like I want to lose weight. She's like, okay, well how many pounds, what, what do you want to do? Like, let's, break it down and be specific. And I was like, you know, I really don't know. I don't weigh myself. I just know that I want to feel good when I put X, Y, Z on. And she said, okay, well that is a goal. That's a qualitative goal. I want to feel a certain way. Other qualitative goal, um, examples are like success that you've reached along the way, right? It's those little milestones daily habits that you've integrated into your lifestyle, behavioral changes, mental thoughts regarding your goals, like social aspects, things like that. So remember, I want you to set these goals and don't make too many. Don't overwhelm yourself, but I want you to think about This is where I want you to write out your journal. What are my goals? What goals do I want to set? And how are you going to keep yourself accountable to the things that you want to accomplish in your life? 
Listen, friends, I would love, love, love to hear what goals you're setting and how you're going to hold yourself accountable. If you would love to share that information with me, I would love to be your accountability partner. I'd love to cheer you on. You can email me. You can reach out to me on social media. Remember, oh, there goes my dog. (laughs) Remember, you can always reach out at jenniferjgroveyoga at gmail.com to email me. Or you can reach out to me via the website, jenniferjgroveyoga.com the letter N D wellness.com. You can always hit me up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn, Jennifer J Grove yoga. Um, some of them are Jennifer J Grove yoga and wellness. Um, some are not. I would love, love, love to hear from you, to help you, to guide you, to give you some accountability. Um, So I am so excited about our journey together. I love you so much. I'm sending you so much positivity. I will see you here again tomorrow for day four. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra love and inspiration by following me at Jennifer J. Grove Yoga and Wellness or visiting my website at Jennifer J. Grove Yoga and Wellness.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and create the mindful and blissful life that you deserve.